Welcome, everyone. I'm Marion Dalton, pastor of Bethel Harvest Church. Sir, our church serves uh, the city of Nicholsville and Lexington and the surrounding areas, and it's an honor to be with you today. You know, this is an exciting time for me because I believe this is a season that God is moving us into something spectacular. Each year, um, I really seek God coming in at the end of the, the year we're in, coming into the, the new year especially about November on. It's like I really seek God, and he always has been faithful to give me a word for the coming year. And here in our Bethel family, we really live off that word. It helps us to zero in. It helps us to focus on God's plan for us and how we can be most effective for our loved ones, our family, each other, and our community. So as we come into this time, I'm going to set you up this weekend uh, with the word I believe God has given me for 2020, and no one's heard it yet, so you're the first to hear it, uh, as well as beginning next week, I'm going to dive into that word and unwrap it for the next few weeks. We'll also be later this month going into a fast and just a lot of cool, cool things. Before we get going too, too deep here, I want to pray. Father, I just thank you for everyone watching, viewing today. I just thank you for our Bethel family. I thank you for all of our friends and guests, and I know that this is just a Divine opportunity to have our lives transformed together. No matter what stage we're in, whether we've never known Christ, we're far from Christ, or we're totally sold out to Christ, we can all grow together. And you are no respecter of persons. You love everyone the same. And you love us just as we are, not as we think we should be or anyone else thinks we should be. So download to us, Holy Spirit, what it is you want each of us to have. Let it not be a man's opinion or a man's word, but let it be your heart, your voice, your word, God, and we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You know, maybe we need to have a burial service for 2020. Maybe we just need to kind of kick the ground open, open the ground and put it in the dirt and cover it up because of so many tragic events that's happened. I mean, everything from the political scene to the violence in our nation, to and of course, the tragic deaths and sicknesses we faced. We've had some great times. My son Parker uh, got married this year and brought a beautiful new daughter into our family, Gabrielle. We call her Gabby, and uh, that was the highlight for our family, and what a highlight it was. And I'm sure you've had highlights in your family as well. But coming into 2021, what is God saying? What is his word for you and I? that we can put our focus and our attention on it to move forward together to accomplish his mission for this season in our life. Well, it's one word. It's a simple word, but it's a difficult word to live out and to live in and to live through. But I believe God will give us the grace to do it at a higher level than any other time in our life. Anytime he gives us this word, what does he do? He also equips us and empowers us if we pursue him we seek him. Here's the word. It's real simple. Get ready to say it out loud with me. One word, freedom. That's right, freedom. I, yeah, I didn't say, you know, maybe, okay, could be someday. I said freedom. 2021 will be a year you will experience supernatural freedom. Freedom to love, freedom to live, freedom to serve, freedom to grow, and freedom to give like never, ever before. That's right. Freedom to love, freedom to sow, freedom to live, freedom to grow, and freedom to give like never, ever before. This is our time, this is our season to live like God wants us to live, to move into the life he's called us to live in and to be the believers 
he has called us to be. Now, there's a little three little words that God gave us actually in coming into 2019, and it's simply this, uh, clarity, growth, and vitality. And these three words are very critical to us because it's really the pattern God uses, the system he uses to help us take a word like freedom that he's given us and implement it through vision in our life. Now, what does that mean? Well, first of all, clarity is what? It simply is the quality of being clear and seeing clearly. Just the quality of being clear in your heart, in your mind, settled, and seeing clearly. And then growth is very simple. It just requires us to constantly grow, to be learning, to constantly uh, have the courage to live out whatever God gives us clarity concerning. And vitality is exactly, means exactly, is exactly what it means, and that is what, to have vitality in our life, in every area, spirit, soul, and body. God wants us to live a life of passion. God wants us to live a life of energy. And whatever you're dealing with, whatever fear the enemy's put in your heart, that just simply means you're living in the future, and guess what? You're not in the future. Or maybe you're dealing with anxiety or some depression or anxiousness. That means you're living in the past. So, so it's time to come out of the past and live in faith because Hebrews 11.1 1 says what? Now faith. That's right. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So if I'm living in my past or in my future, daydreaming, imagining, or whatever, any kind of focus or attention, what happens is my emotions and feelings that that event, as though it's happening, is happening in me right now. That's not faith, right? And what happens is that robs you of hope. Man, when you lose hope, you lose everything. And the Greek word for hope there, when it says now faith is the substance hope for, means confident expectation. What I'm supposed to do where I'm standing right now is to have confident expectation to release faith to create the kind of life that I believe God wants me to have and the kind of life God wants me to live. So as we, as we get into this, to live in total freedom, what? As a difference maker for God. That's right. That's who we are. That's, we just celebrated our 20th anniversary in 2019. Here we are entering 2021, and God said 20, uh, from 2019 on, the next 10 years would be what? Bethel 2.0. And what we discovered throughout the previous year is Bethel 2.0 for us is to be difference makers. That's right. We are anointed. We are called. We are full of the Holy Spirit. We are men and women of faith. We love to serve. We love to give. And we love to pray for people to be healed and do all those great things. But here's the key, guys. This is your year of freedom. Freedom to do more than you've ever done. Freedom to be the man, the woman of God he called you to be. Freedom to walk out in faith and achieve the vision he's put before you. Freedom to give like you've never given before. So if I'm going to give, that means I'm sowing. That means I'm going to reap like I never reaped before. Freedom to serve and to do like you've never done before. I mean, man, when you start releasing your faith, uh, James, got, James says this in James 2, right? says, faith without works is dead, and works without faith is dead. So what happens is, whenever we come to that place in our life, and we think we have faith, but we're not doing anything, guess what? That's not faith. And God, is, he's anointed us to have the freedom, man, to live the life you've been called to live. So as we look at that, and I want to just encourage you today, and then next week we're going to dig into this. We're going to get into freedom this entire month, and I know it's just going to explode in your heart, in your spirit, and you're going to begin to get clarity, 
And clarity is going to help you see clearly and feel clearly in your heart, your spirit. Man, you're going to grow. You know, we say around here at Bethel, if you're not growing, you're what, people? Dying. That's right, dying. There's no neutral in life, and there's no neutral in God. We're either moving forward or we're moving backward. And no matter how long we've been in the kingdom, like me for over 30 years, or maybe you're a new believer, or you're not even in the kingdom yet, guess what? If you're not growing, you're dying. You're receding. You're rescinding backwards. And God has called you and marked you for such a time as this to grow into the man and woman of God, man or woman of God he has assigned you to be and to become. And what happens is then you live a life of vitality. What is that? Passion and energy and hope and faith and love. Man, just think about it. When you have the freedom to love, that means I'm not allowing oppression. I'm not allowing depression. I'm not allowing anxiety or fear, worry or lack. Hold me back from the assignment that God has on my life. Because ultimately, when we get to heaven, what do we want to hear? Enter in, my good and faithful servant. We want to enter in and be the kind of servant God has called us to be, right? We want to enter in according to his will and his plan for our lives. So to do that, what, what must happen? So if I'm going to live a life of freedom and move into that place, freedom to love, freedom to live, freedom to grow, freedom to serve, freedom to give like what? Never before. So any standard you had before is not enough. Just say it out loud. It's not enough. No, it's time to move it 10 times, 20 times, 100 times beyond what you've ever experienced it before. So to do that, if I'm going to really be a difference maker, living a life of true freedom, supernatural freedom, God's freedom, his spirit, his power, how's that going to come about? Very simply, I have to begin to see opportunities. Oh, well, you say, well, I see some op." No, see opportunities to get clarity and to begin to pursue those opportunities. Because if I only see obstacles, then I won't have hope or faith. If I only see obstacles, I'll never uh, fulfill the assignment God called me to. Why? Because I'll never be able to lead people. I'll never be able to love them like God called me to love them. I mean, people that I love and in my family, I don't feed them fear. I don't feed them worry. I don't feed them anxiety. I'm like, hey, come on, buckle up, little buckaroo. Come on, let's get through. Let's speak God's word over it. Let's see what God has to say about it. Remember, all things are possible to who? Them that believe. So if we believe, we're only going to believe by focusing what? On opportunities and not on obstacles. You see, it's critical that if we're going to live this life of freedom and we're going to walk it out with God, we got to let him download it in our heart. We got to let him download it in our spirit. And once he downloads it, what are we going to do? Then we got to allow it to grow us. That means we got to pursue what it is to be a difference maker. That means we have to pursue the things that God has put on our heart that we would have freedom in. So we need to pursue love more. We need to pursue growth more. We need to pursue living more. We need to pursue what? Giving more and serving more. All those things and a compound effect are going to give you more fruit and a greater harvest than you've ever imagined before. If you believe that, just type yes in the comments. Come on, let me know you believe it. Also type freedom because I'm telling you, there is something happening in your heart right now where you're at, something happening in your spirit, and it's beginning to energize you. You're coming out of a hopeless 2020 into a hopeful 2021. That's right, 2021 is your year for what? Type it in there in your comments. Your year for freedom. And we, we stand on that, and we believe it, and we know it, and I can't wait to enjoy it with you. So 
We have a couple really great ministry friends uh, that are covenant brothers of mine. They, one lives in California, one lives in Puerto Rico and uh, Colorado. Uh, Pastor Isaac, he is a great friend of mine, and uh, he was here recently speaking in November. I like to have him and Pastor Bill Walton, who's my other friend, speak along with me in November, and God just begins to reveal things. Now, God had never revealed this specific word until just in the past day to me about freedom. But I was like, God, how's this all adding up? Now, one of the things that, that the, a couple of things they preached on and ministered to our house, and many of you were viewing it or watching it or here even, even during this time of COVID, uh, is, is really critical to what God's saying. So Pastor Isaac and Pastor Bill both emphasized when they were here uh, key things. So first of all, Pastor Isaac emphasized don't have a grasshopper mentality. And he talked about Joshua and Caleb and how they had to go in and take the promised land. And they were the two out of the 12 spies that weren't, uh, weren't living in fear and doubt and unbelief. But they were living in true freedom and faith and trust in God. You know, you can't, be a, you can't live in freedom until you're not afraid to die. If you're, if you're afraid to die and you're always trying to protect your life, guess what? You're living in bondage. The Bible says when you're a believer, to die is to gain. It's a promotion. It's not a demotion. And so what I want to encourage you with, man, what happened to those, those other 10 spies that, that Moses sent over, they were afraid to die. They were afraid to be injured. They were afraid to lose. But, man, Joshua and Caleb, they weren't. They were ready to go in and take the promised land and to live out the promises. You see, what you got to realize, when a battle is happening in your life, excuse me, when a battle is going on in your life, when you're facing a big trial, remember, that battle's not happening to you. That battle's happening for you because that means God has to show up on the scene. Where you don't have strength, he's got to be your strength. Where you don't have the courage, he's got to become your courage. Where you don't have the faith, remember in the New Testament when the gentleman wanted his son healed that was having epileptic fits and throwing himself in a fire, and Jesus said, do you have faith? He said, no, I don't have faith, but help me with my faith. Help me to have faith. And Jesus helped him, and his son was healed instantly. So I want to encourage you, even if you need faith, God can help you with faith. But it's up to you to get to that place in your life where whether you live or die, you're going to live in freedom, you're going to live in passion, and you're going to display God's power and make a difference every day in every way wherever you are. That's right. Make a difference for God every day in every way wherever you are. That's what he's called you and I to do. So... Pastor Isaac was really talking a lot about that. And he said, you can't change your world if you don't see the change, if you don't see change. You got to first see it to believe it, right? Now, when I'm talking about don't focus on the future on negative things, it's good to focus on the positive things. It's good to begin to write your future story and what you believe it to be. But don't get discouraged if you have to take a detour. Just keep at, just continue on until you get to your destination. And that's what faith is all about. It's creating that story that storyline that lines up with the Word of God in your heart and the mission He's put you on this planet for. And it's time to rewrite the story of the past. Take that suffering and turn it into a learning. Take that hurt and heartbreak and turn it into a gift for you and really look at it and see, what did I learn from that? Am I a better man? Am I a better woman? Am I, am I a person that has more generosity and, or a person that has more grace for others and more gratitude for what I have? You see, if you really look at your previous suffering, whatever it is and ever how tragic it is, there was some gift in it. 
And you need to look into that and find that gift and turn it into your favor. Favor. So really, it's all about what you see. Now, Pastor Bill, he emphasized the spiritual battle, and he really got into that out of Ephesians 6 about the armor of God and how we take on the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and shod our feet with the gospel of peace. And he began to talk about that weaponry that obviously God wouldn't give us that illustration if it wasn't if we weren't in a war. So we're in a battle. He said, what we battle against principalities, powers, wickedness, and evil rulers in high places. So, so we're in a battle. We're in a fight. You might as well show up with God's weaponry. You might as well show up in the freedom of God that I am here to win at all costs for him. And he said this to us as he exhorted on the armor of God. He prophetically spoke this. He said, I'm telling you, Bethel family, that in 2021, failure is not an option. That's right. Failure is not an option. Well, if failure is not an option, that means I must have freedom. Yes, that's right, freedom. Because, man, when failure is not an option, that just means uh, if, I, if I try something that I'm supposed to do for God or do for someone else to make a difference in their life for God, and it just didn't work out the way I thought, maybe it's not, as, uh, not anywhere where I'd even call it a victory. It wasn't a failure. It was a learning. I learned one way not to do it. Then I got to persist, 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 and pursue, pursue, pursue. What? Because I'm releasing the freedom of God wherever I am. I'm releasing the freedom of oppression and depression, sickness and disease. I'm releasing the freedom uh, uh, to be free from poverty, to be free from heartache and brokenness and addiction. You got to see yourself as a welcome freedom flag, man. You are Jehovah Jireh, what his banner, right? That it says he is Jehovah Jireh. That means he is uh, our provider, and then he is Jehovah Ropha, our healer. And so he is Jehovah Nissi, that's it, our banner. And you become a banner for God. You are become his healer, you become his provider, you become his deliverer. The Bible says that, that we're to take care of the orphans and the little ones and the widows to make a difference for God in, James, in the book of James. And so it's really critical that you and I understand if we want to walk in freedom, we got to release freedom wherever we are. He also read the scripture verse out of 2 Chronicles 16.9. And I hope this is blessing you. I know it's blessing me. So you can tell I'm excited, man. I am ready for 2021. I am so ready. And I know you are as well. And Bill read this, verse 9. It says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth uh, to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. You know, God is not looking at how good you are, how intelligent you are, or lack of intelligence you have, or how successful you feel you've been or you haven't been, or even the potential you see in yourself. What is God doing? God is looking at your heart. Man, the Bible says out of the heart flow the issues of life. The, out of the heart comes your understanding. And the Bible says lean not on our own understanding, what? But, but lean on the understanding of God and his word and his truth. In God's eyes, his spirit is just looking to and fro. So if I want to live in freedom, i got to bring freedom to others. And the only way I can do that is not in my strength or my spirit, but through the Holy Spirit. You see, we partner with the parakletos, the one called along with us. That's what Jesus said. He gave us the parakletos, the Holy Spirit, the one called with us. Now think about that. That same Holy Spirit, Romans 8 says, raised Jesus from the dead. That same Holy Spirit brought him out of the tomb. That same Holy Spirit, greater is he who is in you than he who is in this world. The Holy Spirit is in you for your sake, but he's on you for the sake of others. And you're missing out 
on so much in your life on this planet, if you're not using that anointing for the sake of others, if you're not using the things that God has blessed you with and favored you with to be a blessing and bring favor to someone else, that's what a difference maker is. So he's looking to and fro with his eyes to find the right heart, the people that line up with him. I mean, even what he said about David when he was looking for a king, Acts records it again. And he, God said, I have found a man after my own heart. He will do everything I've asked him to do. Now, we know David did a lot of things God didn't ask him to do. He didn't ask him to lie. He didn't ask him to murder. He didn't ask him to commit adultery. No, no, no. But everything God asked him to do, David had the courage. And even in his own pity and sorrow, he, he cleaned himself up. He repented before God, and he got back on track. You know, I don't know what sidelines you. I don't know what's got you off track. It could be a mental thing. It could be an emotional thing. It could be an event that happened in your life because of something out there, something someone you love or in relationship did to you or you think did or said, or it could be something with your career or, or even your health. I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe you even heard in church. I don't know. But I do know this. God's grace is sufficient for you. And as soon as you let that go, let that offense go, because all it does is put offense around you, when you let that offense go and give it to God, you then step into freedom. And my friend, when you step into freedom, you'll have a tailwind behind you. All those that were naysayers are going to become spectators on your behalf because God has set you up to run. That's right, not crawl, not walk. He has set you up to run the race that he called you to run. And he's just waiting for you to get in alignment with him. So whenever we look at it, we think about all the uh, opportunities that abound before us, that are there for us. So we must shift from obstacle thinking to opportunity thinking. Now, it's easy to identify obstacles when they're in our path, right? It's easy. So, you know, you're not a person of faith when you just point out the obstacles. You're not even a really a very good leader. Yeah, it's good to look at the obstacles and put them in context and identify them and deal with them, but you need to see the opportunities. Man, when you can see the opportunities, it will give you the momentum and the passion to persist and to pursue and to press through till you get the victory. Because remember, it's just not about you. It's about God and it's about others. That's why he called us to be a difference maker, right, in the first place. It's about God and it's about others. And how can I be a difference maker if I'm not walking hand in hand with the Holy Spirit depending totally on him and his power and his strength and living in total freedom, how can I bring freedom to others? And then Pastor Bill prophesied, you're a winner. That's right. He said, you are a winner. And he used it kind of like the old show, Let's Make a Deal. I think Drew, whatever his name does it now. And you can do pick curtain one, two, or three. You're going to get something. You may not get the, the big prize you thought, but he said this. He said, you are a winner. There's no door you can choose that leads to failure. God is going to get you through whatever you're going, you got to go through. He's going to lead you through failure. He's going to lead you into the promised land. He's going to lead you into your purpose. He is going to lead you, not drag you. He is going to empower you through love, the Holy Spirit, and his freedom. Man, when I get his freedom, I'm bold as a lion. When I get his freedom, I have confidence. I have assurance. I have hope. When I have his freedom, I'm going to persist. I'm going to pursue, and I'm going to overtake any obstacle in front of me. Just say that right now. Say yes. Say yes. I'm going to pursue. You're going to pursue. So as we shift like that, what happens? Um, you know, it's, it's really critical that we don't what, listen to the experts. 
A lot of times we don't listen to the experts, especially during COVID. My goodness, they said depend on the science, and every scientist changed his mind 12 times. And I'm not being critical of them. They never faced this either. But it was frustrating for me, and as well, I'm sure it has been for you. And they're still, you know, waffling back and forth because no one wants to take responsibility. And what I want you to realize is this, guys, is that it's up to you and I to determine who the expert is. The expert is God and the Word of God. And he will lead you through whatever through the Holy Spirit. And he will speak to you and inspire you just like he has with me. And you can tell how excited I am about freedom. That's right. Freedom. Freedom in your life, man. Freedom to love. Freedom to serve. Freedom to give. Freedom to grow like never before. I mean, at least 10 times whatever you've done in the past. If you set a goal like that, God, what if you only reach six times instead of 10 times? That's a lot better off than where you are right now. And it's going to help a lot more people. But look at what the experts had to say years ago. Uh, American Road to Congress in 1913 says, it's an idle dream to imagine that automobiles will take the place of railways in the long-distance movement of passengers. And how silly is that now? It's easy to sit here and be a Monday morning quarterback, right? What about this one? Thomas Watson, who was a former chairman of IBM in 1943. This will blow you away. He said, I think there is a world market for about five computers. Wow, do you want him to be your CEO or president? I mean, what's sad, I hear Christians say some of the similar things. Well, it'll never be the same. Normal, it'll never be normal. Great, I don't want normal. God didn't call me to live in normal. God didn't call me to be normal. He called me to be abnormal for him. He called me to be a winner. He called me to pursue. He called me to take over. He called me to use his tactics, not the tactics of this world. His strategy, not the strategy of this world. His power, not the power of this world. This world is under your feet when you're a son or daughter of God. You're royalty. You're kingly in nature, and it's time to live in freedom. Can anybody say yes to me out there? But anyway, that while, and then Ken Olson, the president of Digital Equipment Corporation in 1977 said this, there's no reason for any individual to have a computer in their home. What? You build computers and you are so depressed you don't even think that people can use computers in their home? How wrong was that? Now, these were people that were over Fortune 100 and 200 companies. These were not, you know, just your mom and pop stores here. But it shows you when you constantly look at the obstacle, you cannot see the opportunities. They couldn't see the hundreds of millions of homes those computers could be in. They couldn't see that if we can get them to just start and to taste and see what it's all about, then we can start a movement. And that movement can change and transform everything. So in every situation, I want you to look at the possibilities. Matthew's gospel says this. Jesus said this in Matthew 19, verse 26. It says, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. See, the key is, are you with God or not? If you're with God, stop saying it's impossible. If you're with God, stop saying I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, or man, everybody gets a break but me, or you know, my career's not working out, my job's not working out. Come on, my marriage is not working out. It's not about you. It's about God and it's about others. And if you'll line up with him to be a difference maker and begin to sow into other people's life, love other people, forgive other people, grace other people, empower other people, you will be empowered by God, graced by God, Equipped by God like you never imagined before. It's called freedom, my friend. So he said, all things are possible. And then let me wrap up with this thought. And I want to challenge you here. At least dream one size bigger. If I, if I have freedom, I should be able to dream 
one size bigger. And we get that out of the, uh, the, the uh, uh, parable of the talents, right, out of Matthew's gospel, chapter 25. And what we learn there when he talks about the one with the five, one talent, five talent, ten talents, and when he went away, the one talent buried his, the five talent invested and doubled it, and then the ten guy doubled it. What did God do? He came back and gave the other talents to the one that had ten and doubled the ten. What's that say to us? Jesus will never give us more than our abilities can handle. That was a quote from Pastor Isaac. Jesus will never give us a position, uh, an opportunity, or a place in life that we don't have the ability to handle it. So the goal is this year, if you can get freedom, then you can have the ability to handle anything God puts on your plate. We must focus on opportunities to expand our abilities and increase our impact. Impact is a function of responsibility. I want you to get this. We're getting ready to pray. But impact is a function of responsibility. If I don't have the ability to make a great impact, right, then my function will not be what it could be. So impact is what the responsibility of the function. So if I can walk in the realm and bring the kind of impact God wants, he's going to put me in different positions that I can function at higher levels and have more influence and more opportunities. He's going to bless your family at a greater level and do things for your family you never dreamt he could do. He's going to bless your business. He's going to bless your career, your job, your health, your home, your family, relationships. If you just simply live in freedom, freedom is a choice. I mean, you could be in a prison and be in freedom. Uh, uh, pres former President Mandela, he, Mandela, right? He did that, right? He was in prison and freer than any man there. And God brought him out and reestablished him. I just want you to realize, wherever you're at today, it's not hopeless. That means less hope. It's more hopeful, right? Wherever you're at today, I want you to have expectancy. I want you to have faith. I want you to just trust God. I want to pray with you and for you that's never given your life to Christ or far away from Christ, it's, it's not hard to do it, to say it, but it's hard to do it. I know it was for me. It took me years to get the courage to say the simple prayer in Romans 10. It just says, if you believe that Jesus rose from the dead and ask him to come live in your heart, you'll be saved. Man, that, that's simple. That's a simple thing to do until you got to do it because that means I got to surrender my life, my will, my plans, and trust God. So if you're far away from Christ or you've never known him, I just want you to take a moment here, bow your head with me and pray this with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I give my life to you. I repent of sin and Lord, I know that Jesus came and lived and rose from the dead and he paid the price for my sin and death on the cross. And I ask Jesus, come live in my heart, be my Lord and Savior. Thank you that, Father, when I do this and I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord, I am saved, and I confess you are Lord, and I receive salvation now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, just put yes in the comments, and we'd love to have someone. They'll text you first, but we'll meet with you. We'll call you. We'll do whatever we need to do. We want to make sure that you're living a life of freedom and power in God and live into the fullest of what he called you to be. 2021 is your, your year. That's right. 2021 is your year, my friend. Now, we have a lot of believers that are not living in freedom. I know in seasons in my life, I've lived where I wasn't free. And then I'll be in freedom and something will grab hold of me, and i got to learn how to shake it off and break it off. Maybe you're a believer, but you're still battling an addiction or 
an offense or a hurt or a fear uh, or lack or sickness, whatever it is. I'm going to pray for God to just raise this vision up in you for freedom right now. Will you? Just put your, put your hand on your heart right now. Father, I just pray for everyone with their hand on their heart right now, and I just speak freedom over their life. From the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, I speak freedom in their health, in their spirit, in their soul, in their mind, in their body, freedom in their finances, work, family, relationships, career, and addictions. I thank you that you're Jehovah Rapha, our healer, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Jireh, yeah, our provider, Lord, I thank you for it. I thank you, you're moving right now where they are in their homes, in their cars, their offices, wherever they are right now, you're moving, Lord, in the hotels, and you're transforming hearts. Make this vision burn. Make this desire burn that we pursue your freedom this year through, you, through the Holy Spirit to be the difference makers you called us to be so we can make a difference for you and in the life of others and help transform them for you as well. And we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen, friends. I hope that blessed you, man. I know it blessed me. If no way else got blessed, I did get blessed, just saying. And uh, this is your year of freedom. Man, just tell everybody, well, what's 2021? Freedom. Say, well, uh, why don't you explain that? Well, just join Pastor Dalton next Sunday. I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. He'll, he'll be preached about it all month. You want freedom. You need to share this. I want you to share this with other folks. I want you to let them know. Man, they can list this message over and over again. You probably need to listen to it over and over again so you can catch up with me where I'm at in my heart and spirit, and together we can live in freedom for God, making a difference for Him as His difference makers on this planet like no one has ever seen before. So until next week, you stay blessed, you stay free. See you then.